Money Pit is brought to you by Lumber Liquidators, DIYs, Greenworks, Speed Queen, Tando, and Perk. Now here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Happy spring. This is a busy week for home improvers. Well, for everybody, it's like tax week, right? So you got to have gotten your taxes in by about now. We hope maybe you're uh, fortunate enough to be getting a tax refund. We can help you spend that money on your house. We're really good at that, especially Leslie. She's probably better at it than I am, but you know what? I love spending money, especially other people's money. If you want to get a home improvement done, if you want to get a decor project done, whatever you want to do to improve your money pit, we are here to help you take that first step. It's real simple. Call us at 888-MONEYPIT. Post your question to the Money Pit community, and we will get to work. Coming up on today's program, it's the season for weed whacking, lawn mowing, and loud gas-powered blowers, right? Well, maybe not. We're going to have some tips on how you can get the most out of your leaf blower from the folks that make blowers with none of that racket because they're battery-powered, and that's Greenworks coming up. Plus, we're going to talk to the head of training for the DIYs app. Now, these guys take dozens of video chats every week from folks just like you that need help with home improvement projects and then reach out to their pro advisors for guidance. We're going to find out what projects most of you seem to be tackling and how they can help you through it. And if you love the look of real hardwood, but you don't have the budget to manage it, engineered hardwood might be a perfect solution. We'll explain how that material works just ahead. Plus, we've got a $50 Amazon gift card to give away this hour to one very lucky caller, courtesy of Speed Queen Washers and Dryers. Yeah, you can use it to stock up on your laundry supplies or just about anything else. So give us a call right now. We're here to help you get started with your next project at one 888 Money Pit, 888-666-3974. Alice in Arizona is on the line with a leaky roof. How can we help you today? I need to know what kind of product to put on my roof if I have a do-it-yourself repair. Okay. Is it a a flat roof, a pitched roof, low slope? What what do you got? Well, I have a little bit of both. Um, Okay. The front and the back are flat, but the living room area is kind of at an angle. It's an old house, a very old house, in the 60s. Okay. Previous owners had sprayed a foam on the entire thing as insulation in the sealer, I guess. And then they roofed over that? They just paint rubber stuff on it or a silicone or Hmm. something on top of it. And what's happening now is that's starting to break apart. So I went, went to the hardware store, and they said if somebody applied a product that was petroleum based, that may be my problem. So. Okay. So. Here's the thing. The type of roof that you install depends on the pitch. If it's a flat roof, it's one type of roof. If it's a pitched roof, it's a different type of roof. Um, it sounds to me like you really kind of need to start from scratch here because, unfortunately, once you have a flat roof that starts to break down like that, you can keep throwing sealers at it, and you know you may stop a leak now and again, but you're going to have to do it over and over and over again. It's, it's just not going to be a permanent fix. The best way to fix this would be to pull up what's there. And then you're going to put down, not a, not a spray foam, but you put actually down like a stiff insulation board. Like they have different types of material, blue styrofoam board that Dow makes and comes in different thicknesses. That goes down first. Then the roof actually gets kind of assembled. And assemble is a good term for a flat roof. It's not a spray thing. It actually kind of is assembled um, between putting different layers of roofing material or if it's a rubber roof, it's a different way to do 
it, or if it's a ballasted roof, it's another way to do it. But it's assembled on top of that foam, so you have the insulation, you have the waterproof membrane. Then for the pitched roofs, usually the trouble spot now is, is where they come together with the flat uh, section. That flashing point is what's most critical. You know, a lot of folks call us and they want the solution to a leaky roof. It's rarely in a condition, in a situation like this, something that you can just spray on or brush on or trowel on. It's really a matter of, of either replacing the entire roof or remaking the joints that pull it together because that's where they often also break down. So sorry I can't really make this much easier for you, but, but that's kind of what you're up against, okay? Okay, well, it's done it for sure. I've had a couple of estimates, and I didn't like the numbers. That's why I thought, well, you know, maybe maybe there is a fix it, but nope, doesn't sound like it. Well, what, I'll tell you what I would do. Um, I would go to homeadvisor.com. That's a great website for finding pros because you can read reviews and maybe find one or two guys there. It's free. Uh, and this way you can get uh, you know a couple of other opinions. And then make sure you're comparing apples to apples because sometimes every contractor has their own solution. And I get that. But you want to make sure that you start to see some consistency across these bids. And when you do, you'll know you're probably on, on, uh, talking to people that are following sort of the most accepted typical procedures for your area. All right, Alice? Okay. Well, thank you for your time. I so appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 888- Money Pit. Richard in North Dakota is on the line with a septic situation. Sounds gross. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> hey, Not going to lie. Right around this time of year, probably through the end of May, the water table gets so high that the septic just constantly fills and my leach field doesn't drain. Oh, and um, I don't know what a good way to, I was thinking to put a backwater valve in, but I wouldn't know where to position it properly to where it would actually function. What do most folks do in that area? Because you can't be the only guy with that problem. It sounds very unique to that space. Talk to another neighbor, and we're the only two in the, in the area that this seems to happen. We're, uh, we're both located about a quarter mile uh, west of a refinery, and all the land around us is just farmland. So um, every year we just kind of deal with it. So when the water table is low, the septic field functions fine. But when it comes up, that's when the trouble starts. Yes. It doesn't even sound like it was properly designed because this is not a new condition. You know, this would probably have always been that way. Is there another option on your property for the field that's at a higher elevation? No. And it's a, it's a multi-level house. So there's a, a, a bathroom, basement, or, yeah, down, down in the basement, there's a bathroom. So every year what I do is I go stick a plug. There's a floor drain in there, and then I stick a plug into the, to the shower. And then uh, the toilet, I plug that up as well with a balloon. So then you just don't use the downstairs. It's inoperable. It will flood out if you take any of those out. Well, in most cases where you have a high water table that is impacting the septic system's ability to drain as designed, you typically would install what's called a mound system. So a mound system is just that. Basically, what it means is that the earth is mounded up, and it's done strategically. This is There's some engineering to this in terms of what the actual layers are that go into the mound itself. But the mounded system basically puts the leach field above the grade or higher up on the grave. I mean, it kind of looks like rolling fields when it's done, but it brings it up higher. Unfortunately, it's a pretty expensive system. 
But in your case, uh, you know, it sounds to me like you don't have a lot of options here. You can't continue to uh, use the home as you are now and, and plug in your basement so the whole bottom of the house doesn't fill with septic. I think a mounded system or another type of engineered system uh, will be your only option. Okay. I was thinking of something like that, but um, instead of just a mound, I was going to do like a four-foot retaining wall, basically like a swimming pool of dirt. You know, there are there are systems that are like that, and there are new systems coming on the market um, all the time that use sort of an, an, op- like an open or an aerobic treatment system that's open. Those are used on waterfront areas and environmental um, sensitive arees as well. Um, but nine out of ten times when you have a high water table, um, you're going to see a mounted system as the solution. All right. Well, thank you for confirming my worst fear. Well, yeah. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, that is the way to fix this once and for all. And, and look, you, you got to do it because it's going to help uh, improve your home's value. You know, you're going to be kind of stuck with that place if you've got a system that only works half of the year. Yeah, and then they, they really said the reason it was so cheap was because the refinery. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good luck. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now, you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, if your spring cleaning includes a cleanup of your yard, a blower can be a very handy tool to have around. We'll have tips to make it even more effective presented by Greenworks Tools next. You live in a body pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, we'd love to talk with you about your next home improvement project, whether it's one you're going to do yourself or one that you're going to hire a pro for. And if you give us a call, we will drop your name into the Money Pit hard hat because we're giving away this hour the Amazon gift card. 
worth 50 bucks. sponsored by Speed Queen. Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to last 25 years. They include the industry's best warranty, and they have over 100 years of commercial reliability behind them. Available at 2,800 dealers nationwide. You can visit speedqueen.com to learn more. So that gift card is worth 50 bucks. going out to one caller drawn at random. Make that you. Call us now at 888-MONEYPIT. Joe in Ohio, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you today? I got a question for some uh, bamboo lamp, laminate or uh, snap together flooring. Okay. And uh, uh, somebody told me I needed to have uh, a special underlayment that that goes with the bamboo uh, compared to just the regular underlayment that, that you can use on the other free-floating floors. Well, first of all, let's just clarify. You mentioned two materials. You mentioned bamboo and you mentioned laminate. Now, laminate is not bamboo. You could have a, a bamboo pattern on laminate, but are you talking about real bamboo here or are you talking about a laminate floor? I think it's a laminate because it, it snaps together. It's about uh, uh, a little bit over a quarter inch thick by five and a quarter inch wide. Okay. So laminate flooring, depending on the manufacturer, often has a, a type of underlayment that they recommend. And it's usually um, a very thin, like I'd say maybe like about an eighth to three sixteenths of an inch thick, uh, spongy kind of material. I have seen it as sort of a roll of white, what looks like sort of white foam, like the kind of material that you might uh, you know pack dishes in if you're moving, when you wrap it around and around. Um, I've also seen it where it's attached to the back of the board. So typically there is some type of soft underlayment material that goes down and it just gives the floor a little bit of give um, as you're walking across it. So that's kind of what you're looking for. I would go back to the manufacturer that made the product, find out exactly what underlayment they recommend, and then just use that. That sounds good. We'll have to look at the box and see what who the manufacturer is. There you go. Somebody gave me uh, 130 square foot of this laminate flooring. So Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it'll go right, it'll just be the right fit for our kitchen also. All you got to do is pick up the underlayment, you're good to go. That's a fun do-it-yourself project. Listen, Joe, just remember this. Uh, when you get close to the to the edge of the room, don't go right up against it. Make sure you, you, you leave about a quarter of an inch at least between the laminate and the baseboard molding, and then you cover that gap with shoe molding. A lot of times folks go too close, and then as the floor starts to expand, it sort of buckles up, and there's not much you can do about it. So leave a little bit of gap. Uh, it's called a floating floor for a reason, okay? Thank you much. I appreciate you folks. All right. Thanks so much. We appreciate you as well, Joe. Good luck with that project. Well, if your spring cleaning includes a cleanup of your yard, a blower can be a very handy tool to have around. Now, the secret to using a blower is to not scatter debris around because you don't want to make more of a mess than what you started with, right? Yeah, so you always want to blow around the outer edges of a debris pile and never into the middle, which really is just going to make more work for you. You want to work in one direction only. Now, that's going to help prevent you from blowing leaves and debris into an area that you've already worked through. Now, here's a few tips. If you want to make this project easier, you can first use a rake or broom to kind of loosen debris. And if the conditions are dusty, just grab a hose. You want to slightly dampen the surfaces before you get to work. Now, if you want to improve the efficiency of your leaf blower and minimize dust, start with that nozzle very close to the ground and then raise it to a height where it doesn't generate dust. Make sure you're wearing eye protection because you're going to be blowing around small sticks and leaves and other debris, and that can easily jump up and get into your eyes. And today's tip was presented by Greenworks Tools, makers of the Greenworks Pro 60-volt leaf blower, delivering powerful performance with 
with no gas and no cords to pull. The high-quality lithium battery and high-efficiency brushless motor deliver up to 140 miles per hour wind speed and up to 45 minutes runtime. And a no-gas engine means ultra-quiet operation, so you can clear your yard, patio, and driveway without bothering your neighbors. The Greenworks Pro 60-volt leaf blower is available at Lowe's and Lowe's.com for $199 and includes a battery and a charger. Greenworks, life gets easier. Learn more at GreenworksTools.com. Now we're going to Arkansas where Deborah's on the line thinking there might be some mold in her money pit. Tell us what you're seeing. The last rain that we had, uh, water got in one of my bedrooms. And once the water got in, I noticed that there was black spots on it, which was mold that was on there. And I was just inquiring about should I get someone to come out and clean that or if I would be able to uh, clean that myself. Have you fixed the leak yet, Deborah? No, I have not fixed that. Okay, so the first thing you need to do is fix the leak because if you don't fix the leak, it's just going to come back over and over and over again. So do that first off. Secondly, with respect to the mold, I would spray a bleach and water solution on that, about one-third bleach, two-thirds water. Protect the surrounding area so you don't uh, stain uh, the carpet or the furniture or anything like that. Let it sit for a good 15 or 20 minutes, and then you can uh, clean it up uh, after that, rinse it off and, and clean off the wall after that. And then I'd spray a product called Concrobium Mold Control over that, which will leave sort of like a residue behind that will stop any future mold from growing. But there's no sense doing all that if you still have a leak because that leak's going to cause the mold to keep growing. So fix the leak first, then get rid of the mold after that. Okay, Deb? Okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Jim in Washington's on the line with a water in the crawl space situation. What's going on? Well, uh, we live on the West Coast, and like most of the homes out here that are less than 40 years old, we have a crawl space instead of a basement. Okay. And in December, we had record rains, the most ever. And we discovered, uh, by chance, that we had about three or four inches of water in our crawl space. Okay. The dirt, dirt floor is covered with uh, plastic. It's about 1,500 square foot of area, so that was a considerable amount of water. Has that drained out? Well, we uh, rented a pump, and I pumped for a couple days, and then I used my shop vac and took out five gallons of water at a time, and yes, it is all out now. And we don't want it to come back, right? (laughs) Well, not only that, I just don't know what to do uh, to make sure there was no further damage. All right, well, I have... Fantastic news for you. It's so great that your crawl space uh, flooded after a heavy rainfall because that tells me that the solution involves your gutters and your grading. This is not a rising water table situation. This is a scenario where you have to reduce the amount of water that's collecting at the foundation perimeter. And usually that happens because the gutters become clogged and overflow and dump all their water right at the foundation perimeter or the downspouts are not extended far enough away and dump water right near the corner of the foundation or the grading around the house is too flat or in some cases even sloped backwards into the house so that the water never has a chance to run away. So when you have a lot of rain and that results in a flood in a crawl space or a basement, that is always, always, always the cause. So the solution is just to reverse all that. Now, in terms of damage, If the water was only in there for a short period of time, a week or two, you got it pumped out, I don't think there'll be any 
ongoing issues. If these spaces stay wet for a really long time, you can get increased decay or insect activity, but an occasional flood like that is not likely to have any effect on the house. More important that you make sure it doesn't happen again by uh, trying to address whatever drainage deficiencies you find. Fantastic. All right. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. Up next, we're going to talk to the head of training for the DIYs app. Now, these guys have pro advisors. They're trained professionals that take dozens of video chats every week from folks just like you that need help with home improvement projects and reach out to those pro advisors for guidance. We're going to find out what projects most of you seem to be tackling and common pitfalls to avoid next. Hi, I'm Roger Cook, landscaping contractor for This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. If you want to grow more confident in taking care of your money pit, tune in to Tom and Leslie every week for great ideas on saving money and maintaining your home. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Fit is presented by Greenworks Tools, the ultimate battery-powered outdoor lawn equipment. No gas, no cords, no maintenance. The hassle-free solution to lawn care. With Greenworks, life gets easier. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, if you're in the middle of a home improvement project, wouldn't it be nice if you could just have an expert pro stop by, take a look at what you're working on, and offer a few tips to help you get the job done? Well, you can if you download the DIYs app, which gives you access to top-rated professional advisors right through your smartphone. That's right. Jim Anderson is one of the very talented DIYs pro advisors, and he's joining us now to share what he gets to do every day, which is help DIYers just like you. Welcome, Jim. 
Thank you, Leslie. So, Jim, you were probably the guy that everyone liked to turn to to get some advice, you know, uh, maybe the handy neighbor. But now you get to do this every day for folks all across the country. Tell us about being an advisor. What's it like for you? You're right, Tom. It's it, it's a great opportunity to talk one-on-one with a uh, variety of homeowners uh, from across the country as they uh, perhaps are in the midst of a DIY project and they realize, oh, I need a little help here. Or um, they may have a question even before they get started if they're trying to decide, is this something I want to take on or not? I mean, you've got to. You've been doing this for a little while. Is there like a favorite call or somebody's video that really just stood out to you? There have been a number of memorable calls. There was one one case where a homeowner wanted to replace uh, an old electric outlet with, with a more modern decorative one. So he, he watched the video, which is part of the DIYs app, but he was still a little bit unsure, so he called the ProAdvisor line. I asked him if he was you know, comfortable working with electricity, and he said, well, maybe, because he's never really done it before, so he didn't know. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I talked him through the steps again, and he said, okay, I think I can do this, but will you stay on the line? So we did just that. He went ahead and changed out the outlet, um, Basically, with me watching over his shoulder, he was able to ask questions as he went along. He was kind of looking for reassurance with each step, and I, you know, told him yes, that that's right, keep going. And uh, he was uh, he was successful, and he was uh, pretty pleased and proud that he was able to do it himself. Well, that's fantastic, and you know, just having that expert. Uh, guidance through this process just gives DIYers that much more confidence to tackle projects that they never would have done on their own. Let's talk a bit about the DIYs app. It's a pretty cool concept. You download the app, and then in the app, you have access to educational material like videos. You can get tools and materials lists for projects that you want to take on, and you have that all-important button that connects you with pro advisors. What kind of background do you guys have to, uh, to be able to give this kind of advice? Well, we are all licensed contractors and been in the, uh, you know, doing this professionally in our own business for, for a number of years. Um, and so we've got experience working with homeowners and working on home improvement projects ourselves. I mean, really, why do you feel that this is such a useful service? I mean, DIYs really does offer such an amazing service for the people that do reach out. So why do you think this is so great and such a useful resource? You're right. DIYs is unique in the world of, of how-tos for homeowners in that it's not just a video that you find on the Internet where you're not, you know, maybe entirely sure of the qualifications of the presenter, plus the specifics of the video might not match your own situation. It might not match exactly the project you're working on, and that tends to trip people up sometimes. Absolutely. If it doesn't follow exactly along and you run into a little bit of a variation, it's like, wait, now what? Um but with DIYs, you know, in addition to the to the high quality videos done by professionals, the homeowners can also talk in real time with pro advisors about their specific questions. They can show us the project from their phone or the tablet. They can, you know, send us a picture and we can annotate it or, or mark it up and send it back to them. And uh, nowhere else can can they can the homeowner get that kind of live, real time, one on one attention uh, and pro advice. That's fantastic. Now, this service is uh, still pretty new. It's been incredibly well-received, and right now, uh, there's no charge for it as well. You'd expect to have to pay for a service like this, but right now, it's free. So I would thoroughly encourage our audience to download the DIYs app. It's spelled D-I-Y-Z. You can download the DIYs app in the Apple App Store and also at uh, Google Play for Android devices. And uh, take a look at DIYs.com. It's D-I-Y-Z.com. You will really enjoy 
the amazing videos and tips and advice uh, that they have on their site. And remember, if you've got a question about a home improvement project, a craft project, maybe it's a project you haven't started, you want to do some planning, connect with a pro advisor. You'll get a guy just like Jim that can walk you through the steps, answer your questions, and get you on track in a really quick and efficient way. Jim Anderson, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit DIYs Pro Advisor. And thank you, Tom and Leslie, for the opportunity. All right, if you love the look of real hardwood but don't have the budget to manage it, engineered hardwood might be the perfect solution. We're going to share details just ahead in today's flooring tip presented by Lumber Liquidators. You live in a body pit. Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. You will get the answer to your home improvement question. Plus this hour, we're giving away an Amazon gift card by our friends over at Speed Queen. Now, Speed Queen, they really make amazing washers and dryers that are built to last 25 years, and they include the industry's best warranty. They've got over 100 years of commercial reliability. So why not welcome Speed Queen into your home for a washer and dryer that will last and last. Check them out at speedqueen.com, but give us a call today for your chance to win an Amazon gift card worth 50 bucks. Getty, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you today? Oh, hi. Uh, my uncle is struggling with a mouse problem. Okay. And uh, he wants to get rid of them the old-fashioned way, but his wife uh, doesn't want them to be harmed or killed or anything. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah, so they're trying to figure out a way of, uh, I don't know, catching them or you know, get, keeping them out of the house. Stuff like that. So what I would suggest is that, first of all, you try to mouse-proof your house as much as possible. So by doing that, you need to seal all the gaps that may surround the exterior, most commonly like around where pipes and things come through the walls. Secondly, you want to avoid anything that creates a nesting site or, or areas where the, the mice can, can sort of dig into. Like, for example, a common one might be firewood piled close to the house and that sort of thing, high grass. So you want to try to make that uh, as unmouse friendly as possible. Next, you want to look at moisture sources and food sources that are inside the house. So for example, I've seen folks develop mouse problems because they have pet food, the big heavy pet food bags, perhaps sitting on the garage floor where the mice decide they're going to, they're going to, they're going to cut their own door into the side of that bag and, and help themselves. So you want to make sure that any type of food source is off the ground, up on shelves and in, uh, rodent proof containers, metal containers. Okay. You could also put in. Um, let's see. See, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to kill them. So pretty much any other way to get rid of these things is going to remove. Is going to kill them. I mean, you could use bait stations where they'll. I mean, does she just not want to kill them, or she just want them to die in the house? Because uh, <laughs> it's a fine point. You know, if you use a bait station, they usually take the bait and go outside. Right. <laughs> well, that stuff goes to work. I can understand and perhaps not want to use mouse traps because that can get kind of messy and gross. But, uh, you know, I would suggest you try to make your home as, as, as rodent resistant as possible. We've got a great article on how to do that. It's called Beating the Rat Race. It's on MoneyPit.com. But I, I do think that if you really want a permanent solution, uh, you're going to end up having to use some rodenticides as well. Okay. I think that beats her idea. She's wanting to catch them all and take them down the road somewhere. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you're not going to catch them. They're pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Thank you. Well, if you're looking for a budget-friendly floor option, but you don't have the budget for a solid hardwood floor, you ought to be thinking about engineered hardwood. It's a great option because engineered hardwood flooring is made with real hardwood, but it's just the top layer. That's then attached to kind of a structured wood core, and once it's installed, engineered hardwood looks just like the solid hardwood. But because there's less hardwood needed, guess what? These floors cost a lot less. Now, another big benefit for engineered hardwood is that the core structure makes the floor dimensionally stable, giving you a lot more options when it comes to the installation. It's also a lot less likely to be impacted by humidity and temperature change, so you can use it in a wide variety of climates, including areas below grade. You know, those spaces where dampness can really ruin a solid hardwood floor. Now, there's also a lot of options when it comes to installation. Engineered hardwood is available as tongue and groove flooring, and that can be nailed down. You can even edge glue it together to form sort of a floating floor, or if you want an even easier installation, it also comes as a quick click floor. Now, that's the really the easiest kind because the boards kind of just lock together, so there's no adhesives, there's no clamping required, and that's really great if you're kind of doing this as a do-it-yourself project. Now, before installing the engineered flooring, it really is a good idea to let that floor acclimate to the room that you're installing it in. So pick up the flooring a few days in advance and then leave it in the house so it can get used to the temperature of that space. Now, if you're going to be doing the installing yourself, you want to just be sure to follow the instructions that that manufacturer is providing. The whole process really is pretty easy. You're going to be so proud of yourself. You're going to be amazed at the results. So fear not, read the directions and then Forge forward, guys. And today's flooring tip was presented by Lumber Liquidators, where you can get the best selection of pre-finished engineered floors for less. You can choose from a wide variety of styles, from light to dark hardwoods, smooth or distressed, in domestic species like oak and hickory, and exotic species like Brazilian cherry and Brazilian pecan. Available at Lumber Liquidator stores nationwide and online at lumberliquidators.com. Heading to Minnesota, where Beth is doing some work in the bathroom, and you want some toilet help. What's going on? The toilet kept running, the water kept running in into it, so I decided to install a new field valve and platter. And I measured everything, and I followed the instructions, and I did solve the original problem, but now I developed a new one. When, it, when I flush it, the water goes into the bowl okay, except now anything in the bowl goes to the top of the bowl, almost to the rim. And then when the tank itself is filled, then the bowl goes down slowly and it flushes, but then it only leaves a little water in the bowl. So I called the manufacturer and um, talked to them. He said, well, try plunging it because it might be a clog. So I did that. I tried hot water and bleach to see if I could get that, if it is a clog. But nothing has worked. And I don't know what to do. I give up. I mean, that's what happens typically in a clog is it'll fill to the top and then the tank will fill and then it'll, you know, that suction force will just bring everything down. Yeah. And and the ones that are the trickiest to diagnose is when you have a partial clog where you have some water that's getting passed, but not a lot. So I wonder if something uh, is uh, is lodged in either the trap of the toilet or the line beyond that. And really the next step is to have a plumber come out and do a drain cleaning of that. I'll tell you a funny story about 
how this happened when uh, when my kids were younger. We had a, a toilet that was clogged in a downstairs bathroom, and I outside this bathroom we had a willow tree, and I knew that the willow tree roots used to get into the plumbing line, so I immediately assumed that that was what it was, and I went outside and dug up my yard and found the pipe clean out, which was a couple of feet below the surface, and I snaked one way and snaked the other way, and I, I couldn't find any clog. So um, I thought, well, maybe it's between the pipe break uh, and the toilet. So I decided to pull the toilet off. And don't you know that when I did that, I turned it over and noticed something blue in the bottom of the toilet. And of course, you're not supposed to have anything blue in a ceramic toilet. And it turned out to be a little toy telephone that one of my kids had dropped down there that was letting just enough water through um, to uh, to trick us. And so you never know what's going to be in there. And if you have a partial obstruction like that, that could explain for what's happening. Okay. Well, the only thing I can do then is to get a plumber. Yep. You don't want a carpenter, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Beth, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Hey, are you unpacking your outdoor furniture? It's such a fun way to mark the start of the spring season. You know what's not so fun? The dirt and grime that it brings with it. We're going to share tips to clean off those chairs and tables without making a bigger mess when the Money Pit continues. You live in a Money Pit. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, the Money Pit's got five, count them, five new podcasts on moneypit.com. Check it out. You can subscribe to not only our weekly show, you can also subscribe to a new podcast called Your Calls, Our Answers. We get so many questions from folks every week on the show. We decided, heck, why not make a podcast out of just those? You can listen to questions. You can search for the answers. It's all online at moneypit.com. All right, guys, post your questions just like Darcy did. And she writes, what direction should the blades on a fan turn during the warm months and the cold months? I was always told that the blade should push the air down during the warm months and pull the air up during the colder months. You know, that's a great question, Darcy, and it's one that uh, a lot of people don't get. But you are correct. Most people don't know that you can use a ceiling fan, first of all, in both directions in the winter and the summer. There is a small switch um, right above the blades on the side of the motor, and that is, in fact, the reversing switch. So during the winter, you want to set your ceiling fan to turn clockwise. That's designed to move that rising warm air down into your room. But when the weather heats up, then set the fan to turn counterclockwise, and that will deliver a very cooling breeze. Yeah, it's always confusing, but it really is smart, and it does make a huge amount of difference. So once you've got the directional right, you're really good to go. Now, Jeannie in Connecticut writes, My sunroom is only 100 square feet but needs a new floor. What do you think I should use, hardwood or laminate? I thought with a small area I would go for wood, but it does get a lot of direct sunlight. You know, Leslie, I think the finishes on hardwood, especially the pre-finished hardwood, um, either hardwood or or engineered hardwood, are so good today that the concerns over fading um, are are really not significant. So I would tell you, Jeannie, go ahead and do whatever you want to do, girl. If you want hardwood... I would go for it. If it's an area, you say it's a sunroom, if it's an area that maybe gets any moisture kind of coming in and out, then I would use engineered because it's a little more dimensionally stable. Yeah, either way, whatever flooring you choose, you're really going to find a lot of beautiful options that will help to complete the look of your room. So hopefully you find something nice that's durable and you'll love it. 
Well, uncovering your outdoor furniture is a fun way to mark the start of warmer weather. But if that furniture usually brings some gross stuff with it, Leslie's got some tips on getting those tables and chairs back in shape in this week's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Yeah, you know, even if it's been in your shed or basement all winter, your outdoor furniture could probably use a good cleaning right about now. So for your plastic furnishings, you want to mix a little dish soap, some borax, and half a cup of peroxide into one gallon of water. Let it sit for 10 to 15 minutes, then use a nylon brush to scrub it onto those plastic pieces. Rinse it well, and then you're finished. Now, for metal, you want to use soapy water and our favorite cleaning agent, good old-fashioned elbow grease. That's right. You just really got to work it. Now, if rust is on there, you want to remove it with some sandpaper, and then you can go ahead and repaint the entire piece with a rust-prohibiting paint or even a metal varnish, but you want to look for something that is specifically made for metal furnishings. Now, for wood furniture, you need to oil those surfaces with a sealant or a preservative that's appropriate to that material. You can clean the furniture a couple of times a month with an oil soap, too. Now, you want to let the furniture dry completely before you put all those cute little cushions on them. And speaking of cushions, they probably need a pick-me-up, too, right about now. So mix one teaspoon each of dishwashing detergent and borax in a quart of warm water. Use a spray bottle. Douse those cushions generously. Let it sit there for about 15 minutes. Then hit those cushions with the hose to really rinse them. And then stand the cushions on their side to help drain out that water and let them dry really, really well. Good tip. So let's get to work. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show coming up next time on the program. If you've ever had a roof leak, the first question is always, where? Coming up next week, Tom Silva from This Old House is going to join us with tips to find and fix those sneaky leaks before they cause big damage to your house. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Money Pit!